All right. Week five. The season is almost a quarter of the way done. It's not mathematical anymore. It's 17 games, not 16. That's still going to be hard for me to get used to. Welcome to another Pro Football Doc Sports Injury Central podcast. We've got the team here. Jacob's here. Taylor's here. Justin, I'm sure, will pop in whenever he feels like it. Uh, Week four, not completely done. Still Rams and 49ers tonight. And we can hit on that a little bit at some point in time. But uh, otherwise, week five, on to week five. I want Um, some bye weeks already, Doc. I'm tired of this nine games in the morning. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Well, nine games in the morning and for us, West Coast, 6.30 a.m. game. Yep. So 6.30 a.m., nine games at 10, three games at 1 slash 1.30, and then a 5.15 game into the night. So that is a lot of football. I'm not complaining, but, yeah, I'm all for uh, – look, I'm fine if you want a game at 6.30. How about two at 6.30, six at 10, and then four at the – other window you know something I don't I think it's 6:30. just, just I, give us a fighting chance i mean with nine games someone's leaving every two minutes and we got to backtrack in the afternoon so it's just it's tough to tough to cover from a, a war room standpoint i mean we got eight guys in here sometimes nine or ten but it's still a lot well for me the thing is that you know we're in here in the command center watching games and stuff primarily for injuries what i don't like is uh, for example i don't really know how good or bad the Cardinals are. I don't, I haven't really gotten to watch them much this year for whatever reason, just based on what happens with injuries and what have you. I, I, I couldn't tell you uh, what their record is this season because we're so much into the weeds on injuries, but don't get the bigger picture. But uh, no one cares about our whining. The NFL <laughs> will, will continue to uh, go on. Do what on. they want. Yep. <laughs> so, Let's start with Lewis Sign. That was an early morning. Look, that ankle basically explodes graphic video. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, everyone's going to say turf, 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 turf. Now, what's interesting is the Premier League club in that stadium plays on grass and everything else is on the turf, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yep. They wheeled out the grass to put in the turf just for the football game. It's interesting. Now, obviously, with Sterling Shepard and MetLife, everyone's talking turf, turf, turf. No question the current turf is better than the old AstroTurf. There's also no question in terms of ACLs and major traumatic injuries, major high ankles, things like that, grass is better. But where grass isn't good is footing and slipping for, like, hamstring strains or groin strains and other things. I had a question about that, Doc, too. Um, the Premier League specifically has no turf fields at all. That's why they specifically have the grass. Is that because like there's they had so much people saying they don't want it, like a lot of players? Like, is the football not fighting hard enough for the grass? Or like I know stadiums like the turf because of the, the events they have, right? It helps them, but well, there's a couple reasons for the turf. If you're purely going by injuries, there's no question there would be a little bit less. Right. It wouldn't be all of a sudden no injuries, right? And we remember in Houston, they had turf and the pallet edge of the grass, sorry, they had grass, mm. caused um, ACL injury on, on, was it Welker or Edelman? I can't, can't believe that I would mix the two up, but <laughs> I don't remember when. But they got their foot caught in the seam and tore their ACL. So weird things can happen. But statistically, overall, it's one additional significant knee injury a season. And uh, what's interesting is most teams that play on turf practice on grass, right, because of that. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing, look, if it's purely just about player safety, it should be grass. But what makes the grass harder is... It was Welker, by the way, ACL and MCL. Yeah, Welker. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what I figured, but I didn't remember (laughs) uh, for sure. Um, Usage of the stadium, a lot of times... If there is public money involved, there's a requirement to make it public. Look, if you have grass, you're not playing high school and local college, JC, and other games on the the field. You're not wheeling in a concert venue. And And yeah, yeah, I mean, purely on injuries, there is 
somewhat of a differential yes. Okay. But it's not like Lewis signs wouldn't necessarily have happened. Right. Um, but as we expected, surgery in London, et cetera, that could be an open fracture. But we are not expecting Alex Smith. Alex Smith was because infection. And if Alex Smith happens, Lewis Sign's career is over. Alex Smith can't be playing the secondary. It was only because he was a quarterback. I am optimistic that Sign can continue his career next season, but we'll take it, right? Um, He's a rookie, yeah, so it's unfortunate, yeah, first yeah. season. All right, let's get to <laughs> anyone uh, who has paid attention to football in the last, I don't know, six months can't stop talking about concussions. Two already ruled out for Sunday. I know it's Monday, but he's he had the the questionable one on Sunday. He was allowed back in back injury. I know they fired the uh, the independent unaffiliated neuro the UNC. consultant UNC. Yeah. I know we keep <laughs> keep referring to North Carolina, <laughs> but uh, a lot to unpack yeah. there. Yeah. So let's do the first one, the most timely one, right before we came on here for the podcast, and we're Monday morning uh, West Coast time here. Tua officially ruled out. And what did we say when we first met here this morning? I said, Tua's going to get ruled out. It's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Why do I say that? There just is so much pressure on the situation, right, with Tua. And um, we said it all weekend. You guys, both of you guys, even though I gave the back reasoning, you guys think he had a concussion on Sunday before the Thursday game. Right. The vast majority of the country believes that. The Dolphins still say no. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I'm open to their explanation. And we'll talk about what that UNC firing means. But if 90%, would you say 90% of the world thinks he had a concussion on Sunday? Maybe more, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's a good benchmark. Then 90% of the world should be screaming that Tua should not play until November. The rule of thumb, rule of thumb, can be overruled by medicine. But in general, being overly simplistic, one concussion, out at least a week, which is why Shaq Leonard's already been ruled out for Thursday's game. Right. Second concussion in the same season, out for a month. Third in the same season, season. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if he had two in four days, see you in November. Now, that may be why the early rule out from... Because they're not really at practice yet. They don't have to report anything. They don't even have to say it, but why would they rule him out so early? Because he's talking on the podium today. I I would beat the cycle of news. If you put him out on Wednesday as a limited or something, you're already getting crap for it, right? you got to beat that cycle. Well, by saying he's out this week, he can avoid two of questions this week. But can any doctor say he's in or out? Now, if you said for sure this is his second concussion, you can say for sure out. Or perhaps if this morning Tua still had headaches, you could say you want him a week symptom-free and he's still out. But there's still six slash almost seven days to go before the game, right. yet he's ruled out. So is there something we're missing where they're – this is now determined to be a second concussion? I don't know, right? Is it because he still has headaches? I don't know. Or is this just pressure saying, look, guys, let's not push this and let's... Or is it Mike McDaniels because he sits next to Tua, he's almost in tears saying, look, if this were my son, I'd want him out, and so I'm just going to rule him out. So those are all possibilities, but I do find this situation interesting. Brian Hoyer ruled out with a concussion. We were sitting here in the command center. Didn't look that bad. Mm-hmm. You can't judge concussions by video. I mean, don't don't want to go back too far, but T. Higgins took that shot to the jaw against the Jets and came back that same game, played Thursday night, also had a ton of yards, no symptoms. So right. And if T. Higgins happens this week, he's ruled out because it yeah. was last week and the two thing hadn't happened. They they cleared him and said you're okay because that video looked bad. Mm-hmm. But, I do want to bring up obviously a Raider guy, um, Hunter Renfro. He had the concussion on that uh, Cardinals, you know, game winning uh, touchdown. Um, he's missed two weeks now. 
and he's DMP every single day. They're and, all limited. So. And once you miss two weeks, you're likely to miss a lot more. Right. Okay. And uh, I won't say who, but someone, and this is why we don't ever say bad things about players. Mm-hmm. We respect them and their injuries. There was a theory floated that was he really concussed or was it about the game losing fumble that where he got hit? And this is why we don't question players yeah. and players toughness. You never know what the truth is. And that game of football is vicious and I won't do that. I mean, yeah. that's why we do beast of the week. We're more praising players. Uh, I respect the game and how tough the game is. And this is why the other reason you say, Oh, look, the guy's running. He should be fine. He's not close to 100%. The game's not easy. Right. And and so we respect players in terms of concussions. Uh, Tyrod Taylor took a concussion. Uh, we'll probably get to that. But who's going to quarterback the Giants across the pond? Think about – got to understand, and we'll get back to the UNC question. So don't get me too far going here. But Tyrod Taylor is going to have a tough time being cleared. Number one, took a pretty good hit to the temple. Immediately ruled out. Number two, and and, and it's 50-50 at best, but in the attention paid now, especially as a quarterback, and he might be in line to start because of Daniel Jones, a scrutiny as such. You don't think in the back of the UNC or the team position's mind saying, I don't need this. The game isn't worth it. Just roll it, roll them out. I mean, (laughs) when in doubt, keep them out. I mean, it's just a lot easier just in the back of their mind. And understand the Giants play in London. So it's not a home game where the regular UNC can examine him on Saturday and clear him to play on Sunday. It's more complicated. They yeah. will be in London. There's a UNC travel. They they travel some UNCs. Is the regular UNC. Look, a guy sight unseen in London might be less likely to clear. And, you know, unless he clears early week. So the hurdle is now higher to clear guys. And... Tyrod Taylor, if I were a betting man, whatever, I'd say he's not going to get cleared this week just because of the circumstances and whatever. But I won't criticize anyone if if he is, if they're examining him. And well, is it, is it higher or is it back to normal? Because remember you said COVID, they dropped it back a little bit. So maybe we're going back to what it, maybe what it should be, right? It just seems higher, recency yeah. bias. Yeah. We saw for years, yeah. two years. COVID, COVID, COVID. And we saw some, you got jacked hits and we yeah. didn't get social media reaction. Devontae Adams happened. Yeah, Yeah, and that kind of was, you know, people talked about it a little bit, but it was a shrug. It just wasn't the number one subject. Now, Tua, let's get back to the UNC being fired, okay? First of all, the UNC's full-time job has nothing to do with the NFL or sports. They have a neurology or neurosurgery practice. something. something. 99% of their income. Look, when I left the NFL, maybe it's risen. The UNC got paid $1,500 for the day to be there for the three hours of the game plus long of four plus hours. Not bad work if you can get it. And it's there's some fun of sitting on the sideline, but there's pressure. I mean, it's a $1,500 a day gig for a neurosurgeon or a neurologist. That's a fair amount of money for a lot of people, but it's not changing your life. I'm not sure with all this scrutiny that UNC wanted to even do it again. I mean, Tom Pelissaro and Ian Rappaport reported, quote, hostility to the investigation. Mm-hmm. Like how many of you sitting in your car listening or, or, or Taylor or Jacob, you guys like it when someone questions your story or your analysis? I don't like it. No. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Taylor, shocker. Sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, yeah. I, I, I try not to single Taylor out. I was clearly looking over at him, but uh, I'll do it myself. Jacob's, yeah. Jacob's less sensitive. Taylor's sensitive. Like, yeah. if, if we don't put, ask my girlfriend that, though. Oh, okay. Well, that's a whole other story. But yeah. my point is, uh, we all do to some extent. Right. And and if you have pride in your craft, if that UNC said, look, I did the right things. Why are you questioning me after the fact and taking my extra time? Are they paying him for the extra time he takes to do these interviews and other things? He probably was busy and was annoyed, right? Like, right. why am it's I doing burden, this? Yeah. And it is absolutely the NFLPA's right to deselect him. I don't know if he was fired. I mean, look, 
he's paid by the day, the job. I mean, if you don't want him to come back, he's not even firing him. There's no contract. Is it a, you can't fire me, I quit? Oh, maybe. Um, but, you know. Or like you said, he was already done. Uh, he might have been. Yeah. But but also firing is a strong word. Right. Like He's an at-will, day-to-day guy. You it, just didn't call him. It means nothing him. for them to terminate him and get another one. I mean, you. okay, I'm not trying to belittle this, but... You know, you get a plumber to come to your house or you're, you know, have some, you decided not to use a different plumber. I mean, I'm not calling him a plumber, but you get what I mean? It's, so that's the it's point like of it. You're not tied to him for a whole season. And, no. Yeah. And, and and you're not like calling your last plumber and saying, you're fired. I'm not calling you back. So you're not losing value by getting the next guy. <laughs> or, it's the same thing. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're getting, I don't know. But I don't know that this means that they did anything wrong yet. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean. We'll see what the investigation is says, and and there's just a lot of inconsistencies. And and, and I'm going to say something just to get it off my chest. You guys know I've said, let the UNC talk to a pool reporter, and the number one, like referee does, number one pushback is HIPAA, HIPAA, HIPAA. Mm-hmm. Let me get this very clear. I think Dr. Alan Sills, the chief medical officer who is a neurosurgeon, has done a fantastic job of chief medical officer of the NFL. I have told him that. I have very high praise for him overall. Like, really good. I really respect him. However, he did an interview, and and Dr. Sales, if you hear about this, please know I'm not criticizing you. I'm just pointing out the difficulties of all of these things. Judy Batista asked him, tell us about Tua, tell us about what's happening. And he said, "Ah, look, it's HIPAA, I can't tell you. But in general, this is the process and this is what you do. Great. I get it. Later in the interview, was Tua re-examined the rest of the week before he was cleared on Thursday? Yes, he was examined Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Isn't that HIPAA? It's HIPAA for certain questions you don't want to answer. That's a slip of the tongue. I'm right, not trying right. to parse words on him, but I'm just saying we see the need to get the word out. Maybe let the player say, I I will release the information. You can talk. Um, we talk about knees all the time. Cordell Patterson got reported he's having knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Do you think he wants that out there? I mean, so we do that all the time. So uh, it's just inconsistencies. And then we get into yesterday, Cameron Bright. He's out of the game for concussion but he's standing on the sidelines. The rule is very explicit. If you're out, you're not, you're in the locker room. Right. You're he not took, allowed to He took the big hit. He looked like he didn't know what sideline to go to. And then he makes it over the sideline examine. He comes back in for a player two, and then comes into the rule. Out. And we talked about in the video that we made last night, but I'm telling you, this is another reason to have the UNC or someone talk. They'd be able to say, look, we examined him and he was clear. We looked at the video and we did not see obvious signs. We checked him. We thought he was okay. He went back into the game. As is required and normal, we recheck him the next series. We recheck him at halftime in the locker room. And we felt that he developed symptoms or we were worried enough that we said, no, we can't bring him back in the game anymore. There's nothing nefarious about that. But that explanation might make the world happier to know the thinking of it. Look, we had this controversy in this room. I won't call out one of our guys in the in the command center, but he was going nuts on Romeo, Romeo Dobbs, yeah. Dobbs and that touchdown, non-touchdown, the one that Matt LaFour challenged. And we said, that's a bad challenge. And Matt LaFour has since admitted that, says that he should have saved the timeout and the whole deal. Like it or not, the rule is control the catch through the ground right so yes two steps but when he hit the ground it came out that's the rule now if a referee the pool referee says that's the rule then you can go hate on the rule i have a bit of good news um ron rivera just said uh brian robinson is medically cleared and will start his clock the three-week window or to activate or leave him on FI. so that's really good news 
for his situation that happened. Yeah, and that's exactly what we expected. Now, yeah. it, now it's just an acclimation process. Now, thankfully, I mean, that's great news, yes, right? Yes. But that's what we've been saying all along. Once it avoided major arteries, nerves, and tendons, and bone, I mean, like, you know, I mean, if you're going to get shot, that was the best was the way best. to, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and so now it's just a matter of, of fitness and football readiness. He is a rookie. He's a rookie. So he's right? learned so, the system I a little mean, bit. Yeah. System and practicing and ready to be activated from just whenever he's ready from, yeah. from a team perspective. We so don't expect him to stay on NFI. We expect him to get in the, within the three weeks. Which is yeah, good. thanks yeah. for getting me off of concussions. We don't want to do the whole show. <laughs> we can have a whole yeah. concussion podcast. I, it's I hate it's it. going to be a continuing topic. I hate it. 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 Well, let's get to some coach speak. Uh, first example, we got uh, David Montgomery, high ankle sprain in week three. Matt Eberflus all this week has been saying, oh, he's day-to-day. We're going to see how he lo- if he can make it back to the practice field. That's good coaching, right? Well, I mean, high ankle sprain, significant one with an MCL component too. We said in game, he's out. He's going to be out for a while. Now he hasn't been put on IR yet, which is good, but maybe you hold David Montgomery for that. I mean, Herbert's good though. They, the guy. So, I mean, I would put him Herbert, on yeah. IR, you know, so let him rest, but yeah, they obviously have something else in store, right? I, I don't know <laughs> if you already have this on the list, but I'm going to add one to your coach speak thing. Does he does it qualify for coach speak if you're the owner? Um, are you yeah, talking about yeah. if you serve as the coach too? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Jerry Jones. Yep. <laughs> what did he say? He's all when, the above. When Dak got injured, he's not going IR. We think he's going to come back before the IR mm-hmm. stint mm-hmm. and this, this, that, the other. What did he say last night after Cooper Rush went three and zero? Yeah, uh, he's got to be able to grip and throw and do, make everything <laughs> in regular setting. He's not really quite ready yet. Because Cooper's, Cooper's good it's now. Cooper's good now. Something changed. The pressure yeah. changed. Yeah. <laughs> Look, and he hasn't even talked about you know ball security when he gets sacked or right. getting his thumb. I mean, you play his quote from yesterday versus the one from three weeks ago. It's a Two totally different, different day, yeah. tune. Um, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> well, he seems I, so happy. There's people thinking there's a QB controversy, right? Like he, like the way he like talks about his stuff, well, he gets so happy. You know, it's Jerry there, Jones yeah. loves the team to be talked about, right? Yeah, and they're being talked about. No one's talking about the loss of Tyron Smith now. So, yeah, they're he. Lo- I mean, like Jerry's in the Hall of Fame. Jerry's a billionaire. I mean, I'm not hating on Jerry. I mean, uh, he's, done well, he's done well. Whatever he's done, yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look. Jerry, if you want to become a doctor and, and I can trade spot, I'll trade you, okay, anytime you want. Yeah. So not hating on him at all. Well, another legend. Personally, I love the the gamesmanship of uh, Bill Belichick and Mac Jones going back and forth by day. I think what do you say, 15 times in that press conference? Look, I, I mean, wait a minute. You went from getting second opinions and potentially thinking about surgery to day to day. And, and they made him stand at practice. I mean, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm not very athletic now. I'm old and I can't right. move. My back hurts and the whole thing. But I could have moved better than Mac Jones that day standing there at practice. <laughs> I mean, obviously he was ruled out day day to day, day to day. You know, I actually... Your theory is funny. You just say what you think happened. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, what does Bill normally do? We, we, like, we follow all the coach speak. He normally says nothing. No, normally says... Uh, his status will be on the injury report. Yep, very simple. Uh, yeah. We'll let you know when he's practicing and ready to go. Very simple. Like he just says nothing, mm-hmm. and it's almost like he took great joy in saying day to day. He invited the rea- interaction. Yeah. Was he mocking Mac Jones? I think so. Because yeah. then, like you said, I, I like it because now that he, he switched his whole second opinion to "Oh, I'll be right there." That ties in the you know. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, it was interesting. Um, it's like your dad yelling at you. It looks Look, like he's like showing. We've told Bill Belichick stories before, right? right? David Ben, where, where's Pam Anderson? Pam, the Pam story, of course. <laughs> yes. Why do you think we invited you to the Pro Bowl? I mean, that whole He's a personality, thing. yeah. <laughs> he's got his sarcastic humor. And uh, look, he tells players, this is what he tells players. Other players have told me this. You can talk about yourself. Don't talk about anybody else. Don't talk about injuries. That's his rule. So he doesn't tell you not to speak. He just doesn't want, I mean, I think uh, the whole, he he doesn't want the offense talking about the defense. He wants the Mac Jones to talk about Mac Jones. Don't talk about anybody else and don't talk about injuries. But people get afraid. They don't want to say anything. And then Mac Jones kind of got caught and he started with uh, day-to-day and they went with a cliche day-to-day. So I think he was 
giving him the business. I like it. Just just so we have on record, any chance for Mac Jones against the Lions this week? Look, any chance? I mean, Mac Jones is not fleet of foot. If you say... Never was, yeah. Never was <laughs> yeah. when he was healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, uh, my guy, Phillip Rivers, played through a really bad turf toe in his very last season with the Colts. One where he didn't practice all week, but they put him in the game, yep. including playoffs as a statue, because... He was going to try and get it done. Your ACL thing with him, statue, that's why it worked, right? Yeah. yeah. And so is it impossible? No. Can he be his normal self with the ankle? No. Uh, not this week. So I don't see it happening. I mean, what about uh, their record? They're one in three. Um, I would argue that they probably weren't going to be winning a lot this year, maybe. So maybe I don't think they force him because of the record. But I know, maybe, I I know, know. Taylor likes Bailey Zappi. I do. Is it Zapp or Zappy? Did we figure we, that we out? We heard both. And yeah. I, when I watch college I games, Nance. I heard Zapp. So Jim I, Nance does the way you explained how it's very important for the announcers. It's to very that, important. It, it made me think Nance over Romo. Ro- Nance is spending the time more than Romo, maybe. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I mean, they have pronunciation charts and phonetic yeah. spellings. Yeah. And I mean, that's a very key thing. We'll Zappy have to get the media guy from that New, uh, New England. I just know I watched Western Kentucky, but I don't know how many people did that. But he, he, uh, he, they said zap there so i mean i, I mean look i mean it took me a while i i, I avoided lewis signs last name because yeah, I didn't yeah. say it wrong you it know? was seen for me until i watched seen, Georgia. Seen I, agree. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know okay <laughs> i mean i don't know i'm just making sure right i'm trying not trying to disrespect anybody but yeah no it's a it's an interesting point there yeah well since we're talking college biggest storyline in college this week bryce young's short, right shoulder injury jalen milrow came in did pretty well got him the win he's a good player good freshman yeah i mean they got a million five stars there yes nick saban after the game said uh AC sprained shoulder, I think, was the exact quote that he used. Yeah, I don't know that we agree with that. Uh, maybe more Mitch Trubisky-type shoulder subluxation. If it's an AC sprain, I mean, the Alabama docs are good. They're pretty aggressive. They would have put some medicine in that AC joint and got him back in. Of course, maybe the kid didn't want to, and which is his, his prerogative. But uh, I'm not uh, – look, uh, there's coach speak in college, too. Um I don't know like that Chuck- we we felt I don't know that we follow Saban every week as we do the NFL coaches, so we don't we don't know 100 percent of his personality and if well, he yeah reporting if he likes AC to play games with that, and he may be saying that to protect the kid too because right. he's a top draft pick potentially. Yes, absolutely, yep. yes. NFL teams will worry a lot more about a shoulder subluxation and potential labral issue on throwing shoulder than an AC joint. Okay, John yes. Elway played with old chronic AC joint sprains most of his career on his throwing shoulder. So I think it's, if anything, he's helping the kid there. Okay. A little bit out of coach speak. Let's go with Tom Brady speak. He had the shoulder uh, injury a little bit um, on the fumble from last night's game, Sunday night against the chiefs. And then he tweeted this morning. I don't don't remember the exact suite. Maybe Taylor can chime in, but he was saying that he needs the the TB12 treatment on it and always plugging it. And yeah, (laughs) I just found that hilarious. So he's he wouldn't acknowledge a shoulder injury during the game. I mean, everyone saw the him throwing on the sideline, keep it warm, like you said, Doc. He said time for a little TB12 sports on the shoulder in a few hours of game film and 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 an, and an avocado ice cream. Absolutely, that's part of the, that's TB12. I think yeah. it's built in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's fine. I mean, look, I just know ever, we're going to get questions about it all week, Doc. So I just want it. I want it handled here. Okay. <laughs> he was about to throw. He gets hit, and then you know, jerk on the shoulder. He could have strained his cuff. That's why I say stay warm. I don't think it's a tear. I don't think it's horrible. I wouldn't be shocked if it swells and he misses a little bit of practice. Uh, heck, maybe it's an excuse to is he gonna miss the, yeah, say, Is he going to miss the next Giselle outing? That's what I yeah. <laughs> No, uh, he's playing on Sunday. Yeah. I yep. mean, come on. He played, I mean, he played through and, it. And, and you're going to be fine. I mean, he doesn't need to practice and, He'll you said there might be it. some accuracy issues. Is that was that mid game on KC, or is that going into next game? I don't think there's. I don't think we're going to see a lot different. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, you know, his six score will maybe drop a point or two. Nothing really significant, I don't think. Uh, last coach speak I had, and then we'll get to the, the other serious injuries affecting Week Five. But Mike Vrabel said uh, he wasn't sure how long Traylon Burks is going to be out with his foot injury, and then I like a minute later I got an update that Traylon Burks turf toe. 
So maybe he's he's not lying. He doesn't know how long the turf toe is going to last. Maybe he's not lying. Maybe I mean, is it three weeks or four weeks? He doesn't know, right? Is it four weeks or five? <laughs> but he's not weeks? giving he that timetable himself. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, look, turf toe is better than list Frank, but you do need, I mean, over fifty percent of your push off power is through your great toe in your foot. So if you need to run, jump, and cut, you need your great toe. So that's why it's going to be a significant injury. No surgery, but it's just a matter of soreness and how long before he's effective. Um, I'd share a Sergeant Hulka analogy, but you guys don't even know what – too young to know you what – You should ask Justin. Just, you, you try Justin. Justin, Justin you know, what, you know this, what I'm talking about, Sergeant Hulka and the big toe? I've got no idea what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> I was trying. I wanted to get at least one. All those movies back there, just in the stripes things and yeah. that. Not that one. Not that one. You guys have never seen Stripes. I've heard I, of it though. That's that's so. But I have oh, not seen geez. it. I've seen Meatballs. I don't even know. That's not Meatballs this week. I mean, Stripes <laughs> is all time. I mean, come that's on. That's a good movie. I've heard. I just it's, see, it's on our viewing list this week. We'll go back to you. We'll do our like, homework. Look, our film if, study. If you guys tell me, and I'm watching. Netflix stuff, right? Okay, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. Okay, whatever. So maybe not that, not that with it. But then you guys have to watch some of these. I mean, Animal House. Seen that? Yeah. No, I've seen okay. that. Animal House Stripes is close to Animal House. Uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah, of course. Seen that. If you ask people all-time great, I'll bet you. I mean, Stripes. That's a hi to Bill Murray. So I, I get it. Stripes. You know, genre-wise, might be on the Mount Rushmore. It's a cult classic right? of Animal House and right. Blues Brothers and Stripes and I don't know, just whatever. Listening right now, if you want to watch this movie, apparently it's on. Well, it's on, I was just looking. It's on Hulu. Yeah, and watch it on Hulu right now. Yeah, it's there. All right, I got Taylor's login, so there yeah, we go. I was say you do have my login. You can watch Hulu. Yeah. Feel like we're 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 Bill, Bill Simmons now. You know, know. talking about culture <laughs> yeah. and pop well, culture. Well, Justin has his own. Uh, and, he has yeah, a movie podcast himself. He, that's his rogue thing he does too. So. Wait, wait. You have a movie podcasting, Justin? Yeah. And you've never seen Stripes. That's why yeah. I asked okay, him. So listen, yeah. I've seen a lot of movies, but no, I don't. I don't. Behind me, I have over five hundred blue. Yeah, that's why I thought movies, he might have. Yeah. I don't have Stripes. No, that's my. Uh, I'm gonna revoke your movie credentials. <laughs> you've never seen Stripes. That's like really, really, really bad. I, I thought he might watch, help though. you out I'll there. I'm gonna watch it. I'll get back to you specifically. Uh, All right. Okay. I'm gonna ask you another old, film old one. Okay. I think the answer is gonna be not a chance on this one. You guys ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? I've well, seen that's, that. That's for Christmas. That's my only. parents' favorite movie. Yeah. We watch it every year for Christmas. So, you yeah. do. so yeah. yes. <laughs> but if it, if I if my parents didn't, yeah, I would never see that. It's not right. something I would oh, ever watch. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't if no one else put me on to that, or if it wasn't. Just so you've seen It's a Wonderful Life, but you haven't seen Stripes. Stripes just That's... hasn't come up. It hasn't just cro hasn't crossed my desk. If Stripes was a Christmas movie, I would definitely yeah, have no, seen it. Sure. None, of our, none of our friends have talked about Stripes and It's a Wonderful Life, my but we dad, got our we got it from our parents. And it's my dad's life. a huge Bill Murray movie, so I feel like I've seen it like in the womb or something. <laughs> it made its way to yeah. you. You know what? My we're going way off the rails yes, here. Yes. Okay, Sergeant Holmes. My my. Yeah. my I have a tie to It's a Wonderful Life, indirectly. Okay. My probably greatest, I don't know. I don't know if this is official or not. Unofficially. So It's a Wonderful Life was filmed at my high school. Really? Wow. What's the big scene in It's a Wonderful Life? The sock hop dance. Right. Okay. When, with the pool underneath. With the yep. pool underneath. Yep. Yep. That's my high school swim gym. And you were a swim all star. Saying <laughs> I mean, you know the pool well. Taylor yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, my claim to fame in athletics, and it's like it's not fame. I mean, I I played three sports in the same swim gym facility. Pretty hard to do. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, that is <laughs> okay. That's, that's cool. So I played water polo, I swam, and I played basketball. So okay, my entire yeah. high school sporting career was in the swim gym. And one of my best workouts always was every now, like the pool would open up and all the visiting teams would come and they'd stare at the opening yeah, or the yeah. closing yeah. and whatever. The bulkhead, I've seen one, yeah. uh, and uh, occasionally one side would break. That was best swim workouts ever because there's room underneath to swim underneath. Yeah. So you can still swim. I had one in my high school. You'd swim, right? you swim underneath, yep, right? Yep, yep absolutely. Except... 
I might stop halfway and wait for the circle to come back. <laughs> so, oh, I'm keeping up today. Yep. I got the good 100 repeat, you know, 10 by 100s. I'm doing good today. Yep. You know, the coaches, you know, can't see underneath there. So, nope. uh, anyways, so sidetrack. Yes. All right. I'll pull us back with the Thursday night football game. Big injuries going in on both teams, both sides of the ball. Javante Williams, the ACL tear, got confirmed this morning. LCL damage as well. Javante Williams, let me tell you, that is a Carson Wentz injury. ACL and LCL, more than an ACL. That's one to watch. And you can't say, oh, it was week four. He's ready to start of the season. There's more to that one. Well, do you remember the Wentz thing, too? I remember you said they might have rushed him back early, and then that back injury might have been a slight... You're just know, trying to get in trouble. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> no, I said there was no way he was ready for week one, and he wasn't. And then they came back, and then he developed that low back. But maybe he wasn't stepping into throws right. and it flared up. I, you know, I'm not trying to point fingers at anybody. But Been around too long. I know what he said when, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a big impact. We'll, we'll give a shameless plug to our fantasy podcast. We'll talk about whether to pick up Mike Boone, Melvin Gordon, who's running that that uh, running back room. But Randy Greger is the other one that we were waiting on MRI news. Let's hope just a bone bruise. So I he's not playing Thursday. Um, let's hope he can avoid ACL. Uh, Shaq Leonard. So for the Thursday game, you've got the two Broncos, top running backs. Yeah. Taylor and Williams. John Jonathan Taylor, Taylor yeah. with the high ankle and turf toe. Turf toe. Mild, yep. mild turf toe. If it were a regular week, maybe, but a Thursday, I don't think he's going to make it. And then uh, Shaquille Leonard already ruled out the concussion. Yep. First now, game see, back from back surgery and he gets concussed. That's that's rough. He rough didn't go look good, it. though, Doc. Remember, you said he was going to have issues going side to side. That's the kind of player he is. He was getting beat a lot of the time on crossing routes. So. And that's another one. It's yeah. an early rule out. Yep. Let's just not yeah. talk about it. He's not going to be there for Thursday. Is this something we might be expecting in the near, like like Hoyer? Or are we expecting Hoyer later today? Well, <laughs> look, who knows? Maybe there's messaging from the league that says, let's not play games this week. Right. I yeah, mean, not a 50-50 shot. Just let, roll them out. Let's yeah. not do coach speak this. And then tonight's game, you know, uh, Rams have some offensive line issues. Both guards and centers are original starters. Correct. They have number two and number three corner growing. Uh, for San Francisco, Kittle's going to be healthier. Jimmy Ward out. Trent Williams is a huge one. Trent yeah. Williams is a big one. The linebacker's been out for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Let's Trent, talk about Daniel Jones. I know you made a video. They're traveling to London. You talked about Tyra Taylor a little bit. What's the chances of Daniel Jones being under center this week? I think the third string is what? Davis Webb, Taylor? Yeah. That's a lot of Davises now. It has There's a your, lot of Davises. Your son, you got Davis Mills, and then you got Davis Webb. That's more Davises I thought were in the world. I thought it was just your son. You know? <laughs> but, yeah. Whatever. Um, I don't see how he plays. I mean, they said day to day today. I yeah, know you don't. Yeah. He's got a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Okay. He's a mobile quarterback. Left, left ankle. Yeah. Do you really want Daniel Jones starting if he isn't mobile? He's just a pocket no. passer. No. I mean, you saw how he limped and he finished the game. Usually you're more sore the day after. I don't see how he plays. He's just not that kind of guy, and 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 I'm sure the Giants would feel very poorly if he ended up getting hurt as a result of it because he couldn't escape pressure. I just don't see it. I mean, day-to-day, good, leave hope alive. I mean, if you ask me who's more likely to play this week, I think it's Davis Webb for the Giants. Still early. It's early Monday. Tyrod's got to clear that concussion. We talked. I do have about something to add. He had a high ankle sprain in 2019. He missed two games after that. So I don't know if it's the same. Obviously not the same. You know, type of ankle. Maybe we don't know the severity. And don't get yeah. fooled. He quote finished the game, handing mm-hmm. the ball off, limping. I mean, yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. And, and and if he does, then I hope there's some rushing props on him. Because <laughs> it's going to be higher. He had two touchdowns over, you know, 60-plus last couple. Like, yeah. Keep that secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the other New York team's got some issues, too, on the offensive line. Max Mitchell, the patella subluxation, uh, left knee, so that's the inside knee for right tackle. How's that going to affect their line situation going forward? I mean, they had Becton with a similar injury. They went into the game with right tackle three and left tackle three. Now they're down to right tackle four. They're saying good news because it wasn't patella tendon and it's not season ending, but it's a patella subluxation dislocation. That's similar to what Mackay Becton had. 
And one of the reasons Makai Becton was moved to the right side is because it was his right knee inside leg at left tackle where he needed to push out and it put that knee more at risk. Well, Max Mitchell, this is on his left knee. That's putting his knee at risk. I think this is a bigger deal than early reports. He's going to miss some time, and it would not surprise me if it ended up being the season. That's why we downgraded Makai Becton to start the year. Yes, I know weight issues and what have you, but in early practice. It was a leg. Yeah, he didn't not making it, but Max Mitchell might have a harder time because it's his inside leg here with the patella dislocation. So I'm not as optimistic there. Zach Wilson got the win in his return, 18 and 36 for 252 yards. But that's a lot of, a lot for a second year quarterback to be dealing with. Yeah. Left tackle and right tackle. That's out. why we went with his rushing yards um, with our sick picks. Yeah. He's giving it all away, Doc. It already happened. I couldn't. Yeah, I, was, was, I bit my tongue. What about this there? week? <laughs> no, no. The, the, yeah. Keep I the mean, line down. Yeah. No, we were just saying based on his knee's healthy, he can run. And with the tackle issues, he's going to have to scramble a couple times. He scrambled two times. His, his prop was eight, eight and a half, and yeah. it ended at nine and a half. Right. But he got 15 yards. I mean, whatever. I mean, that, that was cherry-picking something uh, based on on the injuries. Right. Just a couple more matchups I'm looking at, and then we'll get to Beast of the Week. Uh, Bill's wide receiver depth is going to be interesting with Jameson Crowder out. Isaiah McKenzie also um, left with a concussion. We'll see his status for the week if he's an early rollout, too. Uh, they get the Steelers. Bill's defense already reeling a little bit. They might have Xavier Rhodes. Who knows about that hamstring? Yeah, I don't think that Off happens. the street hamstring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that's going to be tough, Xavier Rhodes. Gabe Davis should be healthier, though. I mean, he wasn't himself this week because he re-injured it in practice. Mm-hmm. But with no re-injury setback, he'll be healthier. Stephon Diggs is still there. Right. Browns' Chargers is also an interesting one. Browns' pass rush. We'll see if they get a little bit healthier with Jadavion Clowney, the the inversion ankle sprain basketball type, and then Miles Garrett coming back from the car crash. There's no guarantee Miles Garrett makes it back. I mean, I think there was a Schefter report kind of optimistic for week five, but yeah, he, also, he also said AC joint sprain. He named the shoulder sprain, so that, that's an interesting one for a pass rusher. Yeah, you can inject it and play, but I mean... This week he has a chance, but I'm just saying there's no guarantee. Yeah, he said we'll know more on Wednesday. He just said the top domestic. This yeah. this week, this week four was not happening, right? We talked about it. Yeah. I mean, after you, you just kept on saying simplistically, like, look at the car. <laughs> you expecting him to go out and get two sacks and like four tackles? <laughs> I know he's an elite it's a elite player, but I mean, come on, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, stay tuned to sixcore.com. We'll have the latest on uh, DeAndre Swift. Amon Ross, St. Brown, all the wide receiver situation in, for the Lions as well. I mean, do they need him? They put up how many points they put up? Yeah. <laughs> don't remind me. We, I know we don't have rights or wrong this week, but we have one Taylor wrong, and that yeah. was the the under in that game. I didn't expect that. But apparently they scored the most points in history in the last four weeks, Lions. So I guess I need to look He's, at more stats for doing stuff. But Expecting that's a correct. <laughs> expect, or expect, eventually. expect better out of me, I guess. Yeah. I know you're anti Jared Goff and Justin's pro Jared Goff. So yeah. that's an interesting one. Yeah. I'm pro Gino Smith. That's, yeah. Just want that on record. No, you're, you're, you're the first one, pro, pro Gino Smith. You brought me over to the Gino Smith train. Well, and I was looking at it today. They gave up eight, or not, not eight, but they gave up so many first rounders for a QB downgrade. I know it's just four weeks, but I mean, it looks like that right now. I know, Doc. <laughs> we're, go, we're going to our fantasy know, podcast sorry. there. Sorry. I know. <laughs> we'll jump to the Beast of the Week. Uh, I think the first one we got is an MMA fighter going to his corner, and then just <laughs> this is Doc's one. This yeah, is a good one. Yeah, that's the one Doc brought to our attention. I don't even know the name of the MMA, MMA fighter. Maybe we can add that later. But do, do you have any idea who that dude is? That's yanking out of his arm. I mean, yanking is that, hard. Is that the trainer is that his coach? It's always like his brothers. It's always like a family. <laughs> I don't know. They always keep their you know knit close I, I don't know yank on his left shoulder trying to put it back in or something it's like people were asking me on twitter is this how you do it i said i mean <laughs> i was gonna ask you is like is he no. is he doing it like is it is it close <laughs> no no there i do know people i mean especially if it's come in and out a bunch the more effective way is for the fighter to grab the cage and let his own body weight pull on the thing i've seen that before mm-hmm. um 
but yeah, that was pretty. Don't, don't try this at home. Just disclaimer. <laughs> I mean, if Justin's showing the video here, I don't know who the beast is. The guy yanking on the arm or the, or the, the athlete for letting him yank on his arm. Right. <laughs> that, that was like a, that's like a tug of war match. I right. mean, it's, it was pretty violent. Is he making it worse there? No, but here's the He's thing. Not making it better. Definitely. <laughs> I'll let you in a secret to reduce a joint. I don't care how hard you pull. If you're fighting against the muscle forces, it stays out. You got to get him to relax. It's got to be the right angle. Yeah. I mean, a little more finesse, I suppose. So it, it's it's not how hard you throw a football; it's where you put it and the timing. The other one we have is Garrett Bowles on the uh, oh. <laughs> old Denver O lineman on the chase down the pick six. Justin, Aaron, Aaron got, Pico is the guy's name, by the way. Pico. Yeah, you got it show this one oh. just you know, if you haven't seen it go to our twitter timeline or see it, this podcast at youtube pick six garrett bowles left tackle denver mm-hmm. trying to chase down the guy give him credit he gets in the frame he's the, he's he's the only the guy, in the frame. guy there yeah he gets in the frame i mean and and to make it look good he dies from what about the Six seven yard oh. line as the guy's about to yeah, score. Yeah, I mean, six, yeah, six five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wasn't close. I mean, if it were flag football, not would not only would he not grabbed his flag, he wouldn't have sniffed the flag. I mean, and he was trying to attack. And the best is his wife. Yeah. What did she say? She, I'd be lying if I said I I didn't die laughing. Good effort though, babe. <laughs> <laughs> She's entitled. Yeah. She's entitled to make fun of him. Good effort. Uh, that'll get played. Uh, over and over again today in the, in the oh, Broncos. Absolutely, yep. Do you think the Raiders <laughs> so guy even knew he was behind him? I don't think he, he did at all watching was... the replay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I it's mean... not like, you know, they do the high step if someone's diving he's at your like ankles. He, he, did, he was already playing yeah. the celebration. Yep. <laughs> so I would say the beast is maybe the UFC fighter for letting the guy yank on him. The beast is Garrett Bowles' wife for posting that. Right. But you know what? I got to go back to Lewis sign. I mean, his ankle just explodes. And, I mean, if you looked at what reaction was there, he was very straightforward. He's a tough kid. Very, I mean, almost like, "Eh, yeah, okay, I sprained my ankle. I mean, if you look at this video warning, his ankle explodes when he hits the turf. And you'd think it was kind of nothing. Um, the way that he reacted. So I got to give it to him and having surgery in a foreign country. That's what I was going to say. I was going to add that. That's a key part. They got to yeah. they leave some personnel behind with him, right, Doc? They're not making him fly back on his own. Middle seat on Southwest. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't know the reports, but typically the London teams don't – it's the only time you don't leave right there and there. Well, right. Super Bowls too, but right. you don't leave immediately from the game. And they usually stay and then leave, you know, the next day. I don't know if that's changed. That's they said a, he will remain in London for, yeah. For uh, yeah. So he probably will remain. Some of the members of the organization will stay back with him. Yeah. Usually um, it's an athletic trainer with the short straw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the head. It won't that's be number two. A short straw. You get the extra couple of days in London. Well. <laughs> sitting by a hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, true. You're not okay. going out and seeing the town. Yeah. This, this coming from the guy who defers to his girlfriend uh which, drive right well, no no i mean also <laughs> sorry hun i'm not coming home for three days i mean yep. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah usually we've had it happen before when we played in australia uh you know when left a guy behind kind of deal and left one of the athletic trainers behind that happens we've done that before um and yeah, just so you have some with them, and then they get flown back. Right. Uh, and, and hopefully he'll be able to fly back regular commercial. I mean, they can Betty back him back too, but hopefully he won't need that. And the guy hopefully is single. You're saying because yeah, I wouldn't be able to do the whole um, I'm going to be back in three days thing. I, I know that you're right on that. So <laughs> <laughs> they have to leave the single trainer there. <laughs> Did you get married? I didn't know that. Fian- oh, uh, fian- yeah, close. Close doesn't cut it. We'll ask her. <laughs> yeah. Very true. All right. Anything else we got today? We went a little off the rails today, but having some fun here. It's all good. Uh, hopefully some good information for everybody too. Any, anything we didn't hit? I mean, we got baseball around the corner. Baseball playoffs. Yeah, Padres yeah. are in. Okay. They got right. in with the loss. Okay. Gripe time here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
WTF. The Padres are in the playoffs. Correct. They make the wild card. Already arranged to try and buy some tickets, but they're no home game in the entire first round. That's yep. crazy. I don't know. It's I mean, new. I get, I mean, okay. I get what they're trying to do. Less travel. They want a Friday, Saturday, Sunday game. You can't get one game. Can't yeah. get one game. I mean, you can't say the first two on the road and the final one at home. So this one, one, one thing, uh, you know, I mean, the entire series, no game, no home game. I got to say that. So I did season tickets for the first time because a buddy convinced me and uh, you get pre-sale access to playoff tickets. And when I looked, I didn't realize that the wildcard series was on the road. So I bought, I bought for one game, the division, the second game in the division round, but I'm not optimistic because they get, they look like they're getting the Mets. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be such a downer. I mean, people in San Diego are excited about the Padres. I'm sure a lot of people are in the same to, boat San as me. San Diego to New York is a that's a tough travel, though, right? That maybe nah, no. I get the I get it's a tough travel. I mean, uh, it's three thousand plus. What yeah. it really comes down to is you decided to make it a three game series so that you know you didn't wait. So it's like college in a way. College, right. That's what the uh, we'll see. Yeah. Being the Padres fan, if I were the Padres. You never want to tank and lose games. Unless I have Phillies uh, already took care my, of that. My yeah. team, my team did that. <laughs> oh, my team did that. They almost tanked out of the yeah out of the playoffs. <laughs> now that they're in the wild card, would you rather play the Mets or Braves or the Cardinals? Cardinals, hundred percent. Yeah. So the sixth seed plays it's, it's the a better matchup. Yeah, Padres in the fifth seed. Start setting your rotation. Yeah. Rest you, Darvish. Set them up. Like Snell, if you're pitching Musgrove, whatever you're going to do, yeah. Clevenger, the bullpen, start setting your pitchers they up the Giants. for yeah. that's good for yeah. a win total yeah. for success in the wild card round. Because do you care if you end up in sixth? You might be happier. Yep. Start setting your rotations. They might have a long way to go to six. The Phillies are scraping. Yeah. But I bring up baseball because we do have baseball docs on here. I, you know, I've had the cup of coffee with the Cubs and the Twins. We'll, we'll some playoff coverage. We'll, as well. we'll have some yeah. playoff coverage uh, from a injury perspective. Diamond views mm -hmm. for playoffs. We've had that throughout the season, but look for that this next week as well. All right. Thanks for watching, listening, Pro Football Doc podcast here. Go watch Stripes if you haven't. Let me know what your rating is. That's your homework. No, well, we gotta, I'm 100% going to yeah. do that. Yes. <laughs> I will do that. Um, anyways, thanks for listening. And uh, more info this week, Sports Injury Central. And trust me, go to the Six Score tab. Go to Players before setting your fantasy lineup. Make sure you, if you're deciding between two running backs, it would behoove you to look at the health of the offensive line or the health of the front seven that you're playing against that week before mm -hmm. you make your final decisions. Or if you have a tight end or a wide receiver, the, the pass defense health, it will help you not only with DFS, but basic fantasy decisions. And it's a quick way to, to look at it all with the field views there. Thanks for listening and watching, and we'll catch you next week and throughout this week.